Pushkin. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Lydia Jean Cott. It's the evening of November 1st, and today we had closing arguments. The prosecutor, Nicholas Rose, started by saying that Sam Bankman-Fried used customer funds, that he knew it was wrong, and that he thought he could get away with it because he was smart. That ends with you, Rose told the members of the jury. Mark Cohen, Sam Bankman-Fried's defense attorney, also focused on Sam's intent. He reminded the jury that, quote, good faith is a complete defense against all the charges. And he also cast doubt on the testimony of the cooperating witnesses. If they were all in a criminal conspiracy together, he asked, how come they all found out that Alameda was using customer funds at different times in different ways? As Cohen was finishing up, I noticed that for the first time in a while, Sam Bankman-Fried wasn't typing on his laptop and I could see his face. It looked like he was looking behind him a little bit, maybe towards his parents, and he was blinking rapidly, like he was crying. So now we're in the next phase of the trial, a rebuttal from the prosecution, and then the judge will instruct the jury, and then the jury is going to go off and begin deliberations. Though the rest of the trial happens in public, for deliberations, the 12 members of the jury will file into a back room away from the reporters and even the judge. I wanted to know more about what goes on in that room. So a week or so ago, I called up Ellen Leggett. You might remember her from one of our first episodes. She's a trial consultant and a psychologist, and she specializes in helping lawyers select juries and cases. Ellen, welcome back to the show. Thank you, LJ. Glad to be here. What I want to know about is what happens during jury deliberations. So what I know is that the jury leaves the courtroom And then I think they go to another room 
And then what happens? What do they do in there? <laughs> yeah, that's behind closed doors and no one gets to really be a fly on the wall in there, although we all wish we could be. My ability to see what goes on in that room is because I've done many, many mock trials and seen jurors deliberate in mock settings. And I've also talked to many jurors after they've deliberated, and I've interviewed them extensively about what happened in the jury room. So what do they do? Well, interestingly, one of the first things that they do is um, elect a four-person, and the process for that is is interesting because they there has been a bond developed during the time that these jurors have all been sitting together and having lunch together and taking breaks together. And someone has usually emerged as the person to recommend where they go to lunch that day or something, you know, but that person they might turn to as someone that could be the jury for person. And yet someone else may have really strong opinions and want to insert themselves as a candidate. But as they first get settled in, they are for the first time able to talk freely with each other. And there's kind of a breath of, you know, taking a deep breath and saying, wow, what have we been through here? This has been something. And because up until now, they haven't been allowed to talk about the case. Not at each all. Other even not at all. all. And many people ask, do I think jurors really maintain that distance? And I believe for the most part, jurors do, especially in a high profile case like this. They don't want to do anything that could create a mistrial or upset the apple cart when there has been so much publicity and so much time invested in this trial. So they're in this room. They vote for a four person. There's twelve of them. So what if it's a what if it's a tie? There's no rule for how they pick a four person, mm-hmm. and they they sometimes will do a secret ballot, and sometimes just somebody volunteers. Often it's a person who may have some expertise that everyone thinks, oh, you'll be the best four person. You've been a juror five times before, or you've had experience in banking or something that might be seen. It's interesting you say that because, yeah, on this jury, there's one person who has, they used to work for Solomon Brothers. Mm -hmm. He has some experience in finance. So do you think there's no way to tell, but he seems like he could be a Yeah, it could be that jurors feel that they would have more trust in someone that seems like they've got some industry experience or insight. So that could very well be instead of the person who's picked the, where they go to lunch every day. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens? They have their four person. Do they get all of the transcripts? Uh, there will be boxes of exhibits in the room, no doubt, although electronic records are also available to them sometimes. But they have the ability to ask for anything that they want to see. But quite honestly, they will start by generally reading the first question on the verdict form. If they're a good jury foreman, they'll read the entire verdict form again. And what often happens, even though we think, oh, they're going to, you know, take their time. They often just take a show of hands right away. How many people think he's guilty? They do that in spite of the fact that they know they've got to answer all these questions on a, on a verdict form, but they like often four persons want to take the temperature of the room. And this is the first time they will have an indication of how the people they've been with for all these weeks 
really thinks. So it's often a surprise when they do their very first show of hands vote. Um, Sometimes it's a surprise that people who perceive themselves to be friendly suddenly see that they're on opposite sides of the case. And dynamics within within this group can change a lot. So I would predict that one of the first things they will do after they get a four person is probably take a show of hands vote. How many, how many people think he's guilty? If they all think he's guilty, are they, are they done? No. Are we out? They think they might be, but no, <laughs> they have, they have questions. There are seven counts here. So they will need to go through each count and take a vote on each one. And A good foreman will make sure that there is discussion about each one. And again, I'm thinking that because this is such a high profile case, they will want to discuss and the jury foreman will want to have people discuss so that even if they were able to go through all seven questions right away and take votes right away, if they didn't discuss anything, I doubt they would feel good about their verdict. Because in my experience, jurors want to do the right thing, especially on a case this important. They're going to want to have the perception that they have worked hard and that they have done a good job. Judging Sam, we'll be right back. As listeners of this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert teams of nerds have the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet, but you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, 
Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. We're back. I wanted to talk to you about this jury specifically because now we know some things about them. Nine of the 12 are women. The oldest member of the jury is 69 and the youngest is 33. And the average age is about 51. What do you think about just that basic demographic data? I think that having the women is interesting because women are often stereotypically the more sympathetic to defendants. You know, that might have been something that the defense was trying to play towards. Women may also have less interest generally in this kind of investing And maybe they were all thinking that women will bring less baggage to this case, which would explain why a a more majority of the jurors are women. Mm, Yeah. It's interesting, though, because after Caroline Ellison testified, I overheard a lot of reporters saying, wow, Sam Bankman-Fried really reminds me of a bad boyfriend that I had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, it seems like it could play the other way as well. Do you want to hear a little bit about some of their jobs? Yeah. We have a physician assistant who's pregnant. We have a nurse, a social worker, someone who worked used to work in nonprofits, a Metro North train conductor, a high school librarian, a corrections officer, postal service employee, someone from Ukraine who did IT at Bloomberg, a special education teacher, and the retired investment banker. Very interesting. So a lot of people in the medical and nonprofit area, which again is kind of, I actually would have predicted that because they are so far removed from the type of content that this case is about. The postal worker and the metro train operator, those are pretty typical folks on juries in in criminal cases because they get to serve on long juries and get paid for their jury service. Those people and retired people. And retired people. Yeah, exactly. The special ed person is kind of interesting because um, certainly there have been many characterizations of Sam Bankman-Fried as being somewhat off-center in his uh, style whether it's emotionally, cognitively, interpersonally. So a special ed teacher may have a broader range of accepted behaviors and could be someone who would bring that to the jury in a a way that could be helpful to him. I'm curious as someone who has, you know, experience with lots of different trials, do you have any sort of guess for how long deliberations might last? I've played this through a couple of different ways. I think that, as I've said, I don't think they will want to be forming a quick verdict and rendering it. There are seven counts. They will do a good job. They will take, I think, the better part of a day or two. The other thing I was wondering about is this case has a lot of different layers to it, right? It has a technical layer to it where we've talked a lot about, you know, how exactly trading works where different money was and how it was held. And then it also has an interpersonal aspect to it about Sam Bankman-Fried's relationship with his friends who worked at the company with his ex-girlfriend. I mean, I know this is a hard question, but what do you think is most important to the jurors or what do you think that they're thinking about when they're in the 
in the jury room? I think they're trying to determine who told the truth. And therefore, the relationships that all these people had with Sam Bagman Freed becomes very relevant and their testimony is significant. So I think they're thinking, given these folks that knew him well, that knew him not just in this professional role, but also in college, in high school, (laughs) what were their relationships and how believable was their testimony? I think they will be thinking a lot about intent. And that's a psychological variable, really. It's not a technical one. To determine intent, they're talking about what did he say? What did he do? Who did he intend to harm, if anyone? And that's really trying to get inside his psychology, not inside the technology here. And what impact do you think it'll have that he actually took the stand, which is really rare in criminal cases? Very rare. And yet someone who is as mm, oblivious <laughs> to to truth as he is. It, <laughs> oblivious to truth. <laughs> I'm making a judgment there. But that's really how it has come across. Even Carolyn Allison had said he seemed to have very little attachment to the mores that most people have, and that she learned how to lie better by being in that environment. It was a culture. Yeah. And you're saying that the fact that this idea has been kind of seated by the prosecution that he's not the most trustworthy person is going to make the fact that he took the stand maybe not make that much of a difference to the jury when they're deliberating? Yeah, I think that it will be definitely, it will be talked about. And I know Michael had said he predicted jurors would feel different about him after they've heard him talk. That may very well be true. But will they feel different enough to overcome what appears to have been a very strong prosecution case with very convincing insider witnesses? And what happens if the jury isn't able to reach a decision? That is what everyone worries about, that the jury cannot be unanimous. Actually, who worries about that most? The prosecution. Because if the jury is not unanimous, Sam Bankman-Fried is not convicted. And that is a win for the defense. If they're not unanimous, one question that is interesting to think about is what do they do and what are the signs that they may not be unanimous? Mm -hmm. And I've said that they could take a day, um, if not longer, even if they are unanimous because they're going through everything that they can. This is a case where they could become heated if they were to be on opposite sides, I think, um, because there is so much at stake for him as a defendant. There's so Mm -hmm. much loss that was suffered by so many people. There are so many high profile individuals in the world that were taken in by him that Mm -hmm. I think, you know, all of that could create passion on both sides if there were a division of opinion. How they work it out, often they may send out questions to the judge that they may want to see video deposition played again, They could also be wanting to see 
exhibits that maybe they can't find. They can ask specific questions about interpretation of instructions and the law. And whenever they send out a question, the judge will call the lawyers into the courtroom and they will have a conference about what the jury question is. They will discuss it, how they should handle it, how they should answer it. And the judge will decide how to answer it and they will send an answer back in. But because they have different charges, they have to reach a verdict on each question. And Mm. they may be unanimous on question one, but then question two, they're not unanimous. And they keep discussing and they may say, you know what, let's skip this one and let's go to the next one. And they will make their way through the, the questions and then sort of see where it all nets out and go back to the ones that they maybe weren't unanimous on at the beginning. We'll be back in a minute with one last thing. As listeners of this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert teams of nerds have the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, we're back. Ellen, I was told that there is this belief that when the jurors come back from deliberations, if they look at the judge, that means that they're going to convict. And if they look at the defendant, that means that they're going to acquit. Do you think there's any truth to that? I'm going to say no. I'm not a believer in that urban myth. I'm actually not too much of a believer that you can tell much from the jurors' facial expressions ever in court. And the reason for that, although I love to watch the jurors in court like anyone else, but jurors know that they're in a fishbowl and that everyone is observing them. And they can deliberately 
put on a neutral face and agree before they walk into the courtroom, let's not look at the defendant no matter what. And they can have little packs like that that are protecting them from the scrutiny that they feel they are under. So I wouldn't put a lot of stock in where they look when they walk out. And by the way, I know there was one other thing I wanted to mention. You had said at one point um, early on, you felt like sitting in the courtroom was like sitting in a church pew, very Mm -hmm. formal and so forth. And the jurors don't think that. They think that this is their living room. They have been sitting in that courtroom for weeks and they're very familiar. Jury service imposes upon them rules that are so different from their normal habits. They've been given permission to take a vacation from or a sabbatical from their job. Jurors can sometimes find this experience to be very empowering. And by having that time away from their normal lives, it can change relationships with spouses. It can change relationships with jobs. And I've also had jurors decide they want to go to law school. They've been so inspired by the process. So yes, many of the relationships can endure among the jurors. They may have a celebratory reunion after being through the trial together. Not always, but sometimes. That's fascinating. So yeah, this trial has, you know, it'll of course have a huge impact on Sam Bankman-Fried's life. But also, to some degree, it'll have a huge impact on the lives of the 12 men and women who are on the jury. Absolutely. Alan Leggett, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. We'll be back in your feed soon with more expert analysis and news from Sam Bankman-Fried's trial. Thanks for listening. This episode of Judging Sam was hosted by Lydia Jean Cott. Lydia Jean Cott is our court reporter. Catherine Girardot and Nisha Venkin produced this show. Sophie Crane is our editor. Our music was composed by Matthias Bossi and John Evans of Stellwagen Symphonette. Judging Sam is a production of Pushkin Industries. Got a question or comment for me? There's a website for that. atrpodcast.com That's atrpodcast.com To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to access bonus episodes and listen ad-free, don't forget to sign up for a Pushkin Plus subscription at pushkin.fm slash plus or on our Apple show page. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today 
If you win, you'll be publicly honored among some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.